0: I just love to see what God will do when somebody believes. We sang that tonight, you know, uh, nothing is impossible because we believe we believe. And now that's what brings it to pass is our making a decision not to trust in what we see, but to trust in the God who said so. And, uh, tonight we're going to, I'm going to be sharing a message with you. Let it go. Let it flow. Everybody say, let it go. Let it flow. And, uh, before I do, um, we need to pick up our Bibles. You don't need to stand, but let's all make this confession, and then we're going to move forward. Amen? And <clears throat> Let's say it together. The Word of God is truth. If I live the Word, I will be blessed. If I don't, I won't. It's just that simple. Turn to somebody and say, it's hard to make it hard. <laughs> you have to really work at it to make the, the Word difficult because um, I believe that it's just simply the truth. And if we take it at what God says and not what we see, we can believe that it is truth. And a few years back, uh, we did a CD called resurrection river. Everybody say resurrection. How many of you could stand some resurrection, uh, <laughs> some resurrection of some old things and maybe some things that have looked dead, but God wants to call them to life. And, uh, when I got this song, um, I got all the words, but I didn't have the, the music. And then Corey, uh, when I told Corey about the song, Corey came up with the music. And so we came up with the song together, the Resurrection River. And uh, I want you to specifically listen to the words in the middle, because I believe that we're in that season. We've been in that season ever since Jesus was resurrected. Uh, of where miracles everybody say miracles miracles are made to flow in the body not just in church on sunday but wherever a believer is there there's the miraculous available and so um i've asked my sister to come she's going to sing it she's going to sing along with the original uh, version of it but uh, i tell you when she gets done you'll either be resurrected or we'll just haul you out the back door because come on up here sister Give Sister Chris a hand.
1: (laughs) And if you can, she'll be out to get you, I'm quite sure. Okay, I'm going to preach to you. I always told God I could preach it if I could sing it to him. So today is my fun day. Okay, let her rip. Okay, everybody clap with me. Come on. I need some participation. This is a good day to be alive. Every day's good with Jesus. <clears throat> Resurrection River, love and power released, bringing total freedom, healing, joy, and peace. Now you got to participate. Lift your hands in worship. Receive this gift of grace Resurrection river Fire and glory in this place Say it's in here In me, amen Come on, sing it Resurrection river Love and power released Bringing total freedom Healing, joy, and peace Woo! Lift your hands in worship Come on Receive this gift of grace, resurrection river, fire and glory in this place. Say, it's in me. Amen. Now listen. Instant transformation from darkness into light. No more fear or bondage. It's your faith becoming sight. We're cleansing from the old life. We're filled with power and might. Rescued and restored to live a resurrected life. Resurrection River, come on! Love and power release. Sing it with me. You know it. Bringing total freedom, healing, joy, and peace. Lift your hands in worship. Receive this gift of grace. Resurrection, river, fire and glory in this place. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. We praise you. Instant transformation. From darkness into light, no more fear or bondage. It's your faith becoming sight. We're cleansing from the old life. We're filled with power and might. Rescued and restored to live a resurrected life. Rise up. Rise up. Step in. Step in. You're about to see the transformation begin. Now we're going to look up for Jesus because he's coming. Look up. Look up. Rejoice. Rejoice. There's a river of life flowing deep within. Woo! That's the Holy Ghost. Rise up. I command you. Rise up. Step into the river of life. Step in. To see the transformation begin. And we're going to look up because Jesus is coming. Look up. Look up. Rejoice. Rejoice. There's a river of life flowing deep within. Woo! I love it. Resurrection river. Love and power released. I release it here tonight. Total freedom. Healing, joy, and peace. Now lift your hands. Give it to God. Your hands in. We love you, Lord. We praise you. Worthy are you, O God. Worthy are you, O God, to receive glory, honor, power, might in this place tonight. Woo! Fire and glory. Say it's in me. All power, all authority, I carry in here. Amen. Give Jesus praise. Hallelujah. <laughs> God's good. Amen.
0: How many of you have been resurrected a little bit tonight? Praise the Lord. Well, sit down if you can. If you can't, just kind of bounce in your seat. <laughs> That's why I take her to travel with me. She can really get excited. You know, uh, God, when he, God gave me that song and gave me those words, I believe, I believe he was speaking to me about what he expects out of the church, instant transformation from darkness into life, no more fear sorrow everything you know our faith becoming sight everybody say sight and so um when i got that song and we begin to sing it um something on the inside it, it comes out of ezekiel actually the last part where ezekiel's talking about how this river that flows from the city of god in it it has healing in it everybody say uh, healing. healing and you know everything god does has to do with healing whether it's of your mind your emotions physically mentally um you know there's people tonight that are in great distress but god has an answer everybody say he has an answer he has. and he has an answer that will relieve that stress uh, so it heals it heals the mind it heals the body and uh as i as i got that song i thought well now this is a little wild for me but god had already given the tune to corey isn't God good you know like he 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 takes everybody and works everything together and my sister said to me I am glad you wrote all these songs for me to sing because she said I wished I had my uh the old folks home out on um, what is that is it Salisbury Tippecanoe Villa she was there yesterday she said I wish I had my singers with me tonight She she said they jumped up. They were dancing and singing. I mean, it'll resurrect a nursing home. The power of God will resurrect a nursing home. I mean, and we're talking people that maybe can't walk very well, can't do the things maybe they'd like to do. Everybody say, God can do it. God can do it. And so this river, um, if you'll put up for me, John chapter 7, this river that God put in a believer, just like my sister was saying, and it's in that song, it flows out of every... uh, human being that belongs to jesus because by the power of the holy ghost there's a river that's flowing in you now you may not always let it flow uh tonight we're going to let it flow but we got to let it go first okay and uh so you know we we have an opportunity to live like what we're about to talk about just for a few minutes i'm not going to teach on the holy spirit necessarily tonight but just enough to let you know that god has empowered you turn your neighbor say i i'm i'm Now you didn't say that very convincingly, but you know, you may not know that, but you should, by the time we leave, you are powerful, not because of who you are, but because of what God has done for you and what he has deposited within you. And it's this river, it's this river that uh, Jesus said in John chapter seven, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried and cried out saying, if anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart, everybody say out of his heart heart. will flow rivers of living water. And then it goes on. He says, but this, he spoke concerning the spirit, the Holy spirit whom those believing in him would receive. Can I see your hand? If you're a believer. Okay. So this resurrection power that we just sang about is in you turn your hand and say, look out, honey. Uh, You know, it is in you. Now, you may not express it like my sister because actually she was pretty calm up here tonight. Well, don't you think that? Yes, she was. Uh, She's got her children singing this. If you want to see Resurrection and River, you go to, to Children's Church because it's important that we all realize what is in us what God deposited. And so it's this, this Holy spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified at this point. Now, uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that later, but in acts one eight, Jesus said, this was after his crucifixion, right at the very end, before he ascended into heaven to see, be seated at the right hand of the father. He said, you shall receive Power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you shall be witnesses. Everybody say witnesses Witnesses. to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. I am sure yesterday when my sister sang that in that nursing home, as she does in all of them, she goes to, um, and there are people there who work with those people every day. They will tell you they don't act like that every day. But when she starts singing that song, it's not just her singing, it's the anointing. Everybody say the anointing. It's what she brings with her, and they come up out of their seats, and they begin to dance and sing. And and some of them aren't even singing on key. Say that has nothing to do with it. It, it has to do with what God is infusing them with as they release their faith to receive what's happening around them and so it's it's real it's for today it, it may be attached to a song it may just be attached to words somebody speaks it could be attached to a prayer it just could be attached to a conversation that somebody's speaking and suddenly they say a word that comes alive in that person that they're speaking to and that is that river That's beginning to flow. That changes everything. Now, in Ezekiel, it says in uh, Ezekiel, you can put that scripture up. I know it's on down there, Sandy, but this is what it says. Uh, It's Ezekiel. uh, Let me find it for you. No, I think it's 47, 9 through 12. Ezekiel 47, 9 through 12. It talks about this river. And um, uh, where the river is, it says, everything will live that abides by that river. It's also Psalm one. It says, you know, when we abide by the river that, that we flourish and that we prosper. But in this particular scripture, did you find it? Okay. If you could, yeah, 47. I'm sorry. I didn't highlight it nine through 12, but I want to read this right now because I think it's important before we go on this river. Is what Jesus is talking about. You shall receive power. What he's saying is there's going to be a release of the Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of you that's going to cause a river to flow. Now, every person who's born again has the power of the Holy Spirit in them because when we're born again, it says that the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we're saved. But we're talking about a flow of power, not just uh, to fact that you can even pray in the spirit, but a flow of power. Everybody say empowered. And so it says, and it shall be that every living thing that moves, whether the r- where the river goes, will live. And there will be a great multitude of fish, because these waters go there, for they will be healed. Everybody say healed. Yes. And everything will live wherever the river goes. And it shall be that fishermen will stand by it from Engadi into England. They will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kinds as the fish of the great sea. Exceedingly many. You know, um, uh, Jesus had that example of where he told him to cast their nets to the other side of the boat and they caught all those fish. And, you know, sometimes people being saved are referred to as, you know, catching a boatload of fish. Pastor Billy Joe said, we only get the right bait because if the fish are biting, we want to catch them and get them in the boat. And I just think it's interesting that it says fish there, but it says swamps and marsh- marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt. In other words, they have no outlet and they just become um polluted and then it says but along the bank of the river on this side and that will grow all kinds of trees used for food their leaves will not wither their fruit will not fail they will bear fruit every month because their water flows from the where's the water flow from would you say that again the water flows from the sanctuary well you know the holy spirit lives inside of you and where he lives is the sanctuary That's the sanctuary of the Holy Spirit. The body says you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And so out of you flows the same river of life that's being spoken here in Ezekiel. It says their fruit will be for food and their leaves for medicine. Okay. So out of you, uh, when Jesus said you shall receive power and then you will be witnesses That doesn't just mean that you tell people about Jesus. It means that what comes out of you is a witness for Jesus. And I am convinced if the body of Christ ever begins to let go and let it flow, there won't be any room to contain the harvest that's going to come into the church because it's a power that we have no control over, but it is a power that draws people to the very throne room of God to receive what they need to be in his presence. And so it says in Acts chapter two, uh, that that power came on the day of Pentecost and they were all in agreement. Everybody say agreement. Uh, Jesus told them to go to this room and wait. And they would be endued with power in Acts chapter 2. It tells that story. And we call it um, the baptism of fire. It it, is referred to or the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Uh, John said, I I come and I have the baptism of water to give. But he who comes after me, he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And so um, I want you to remember that. Everybody say fire. And the evidence was, of course, speaking in tongues. People understood uh, what they were speaking when that fire... Uh, it wasn't a real fire. It appeared as fire. you know. And so they began to just explode with this language that wasn't the language of their own people, but people who were there from other places understood the language. and And some didn't understand even what they were saying because maybe there was nobody there from that language. But it says... It, the church went that day, because the promise was fulfilled, from 120 to 3,000. Everybody say 120, 120. to 3,000. Now, that is power. That is power. Um, most second services in here on Sunday, we have somewhere around that number. Now, if we had 3,000, pull up out front. Do you suppose that would somebody would notice that? Yes, we for sure would. Because where would we put 3,000 people? But I am convinced that the word of God is truth. And so when the river flows, the potential is there for explosive growth. Everybody say explosive it will have nothing to do with people has everything to do with God and what he does by his spirit and 120 to 3000 is pretty miraculous. Now what Peter said was, um, this is that, (laughs) this is that it says in the King James, this is what it says in the new King James. This is what the prophet Joel talked about, that he was going to pour out his spirit on all flesh and sons and daughters would prophesy. The old men would dream dream or old dream would, would have dreams. The young men would have visions. There would be handmaidens. I mean, it would include everybody, male, female, young, old. It was inclusive of everybody who believed. Turn your name and say, that's me. And so that was all poured out on the day of Pentecost. So within you, in my Bible, there was, um, in my spirit filled Bible, it said this enablement by the spirit initiated the spread of the gospel in the hostile environment of persecution idolatry, and political oppression. Now, I'm not talking about today, just in case you thought I was. Everybody say, we've always had the same problems because we have the same devil. Just the way it is. But we've always had the same solution because we have the same God. Amen? It's just that the people of God have to be awakened Uh, have an upper room experience, have something happen that releases them into that flow. And so uh, tonight, I just want to share, I I shared all that. It says that, and it it, it released uh, the, the actually a revival. I mean, one twenty to 3000 pretty much today would be called revival. And it goes on and says, and it is still the answer for the spread of the gospel today. Uh, You know, that's, that song resurrection river, when it says instant transformation from darkness into life. That's what happened on the day of Pentecost. And 3,000 people were added to the church just like that. It was instant. Everybody say instant. It says it was all in one day. You can read it, Acts chapter 2. So it wasn't like, you know, they geared up for it. They just suddenly had a a group of people that went from 120 in an upper room to what are we going to do with 3,000? Everybody say good problem that's a good problem to have. That's one that we wouldn't mind having in this church. Don't worry if you get it. If they follow you to church, don't say, don't come. We don't have room because we will find a place. Amen. It may be a tent out front or across the street or who knows, but God will make provision for whatever he brings and wants to bring forth in the earth. So as I was thinking about this, um, this, and I just wanted to prepare you with that a little bit, but Uh, I'm just going to share my heart with you tonight. I mentioned a little bit of it on Sunday. My husband and I talked about uh, meditation and meditating the word. And at the beginning of the year, God said to me, I want you to um, be more aware of what it means to meditate this year. Now, I read the word. I've read the word. I've read the Bible through it for several years now. I'm not really sure, except God told me to in several different translations. But now I'm so thankful because the word can pop in my mind at any time. And, and, I, and, and he can use that to touch people's lives just because it's stored. Uh, I don't know, I didn't try to memorize it. It's just there. And so uh, I'm thankful for that. And so I do quote the word, I do say the word. Uh, I use the word when I get in a situation. So I thought, well, I meditate the word. How many of you think you, you meditate the word? But God began to speak to me and he said, well, you know, there's this old song that when I first was saved, it says, um, I surrender all, I surrender all, all to you, uh, Lord, I surrender. And, and then it says all the kingdoms of my heart. Well, if this river flows out of our heart, how many of you know, there's some parts of your heart that flow. And then there may be this other one that didn't flow in so good. You know, my husband has eight stents in his heart. That's because a few of them quit flowing. In case you don't know what that means. Uh, everybody say blockage and so you know there was a, a it got plugged up and so yeah his doctors need to practice according to him but the film said that there was a blockage and so it had to be opened up for for that blood flow um i believe that in our hearts sometimes as we're growing in god you know he'll take another part of your heart and say hey you need to get this uh, you know we need to open this up and and let this go. And I've seen that over time in my life, and uh, and so I, I was. I'm always open to correction. Everybody say, be open to correction. And so uh, when I heard that, I said, okay, Lord, what does that mean? And He showed me uh, meditation is to mutter. H- how many of you are mutterers? You're you're the one that's when you're sweeping the floors talking the whole time, and there ain't anybody there. Everybody say mutter. I know I am a mutter. You're right. I mutter all the time, and uh, you know I I mutter to myself. I I mutter to myself thank you Jesus and all these things while I'm shopping and all this you know And people look at me I really don't care but I also sometimes mutter wrong things now none of you do this but you know sometimes I have a muttering that's not you know it's it's a questioning. It's a, you know, have you ever had this kind of muttering? Well, they said this. Well, I'm going to say this. I think if we meet again, then I'll say this, and then they'll say Then I'm going to say this. Yes, I'm pretty
1: You got the sweepers
0: really going, you know. And, uh, and it's never even going to happen. And you know, you've muttered yourself into a mess, you know. And, uh, and so because I'm, a, because I'm a rescuer, because I like to help people get out of their messes, sometimes I mutter too long on the wrong thing. Now, this is for none of you tonight. I'm preaching for myself. And you can tell the guy you want to know this later. Um, but, but you know, I go down to the, and the Lord said, I want you to change where you go to pray. I want you to go to the river. So I go down to the Wabash. Now this is taking your life in your hands in the winter because that, that parking lot turned into an ice rink. I told Mark, the West Lafayette person that pulled in there. Now, when I pulled in, I said, God, don't let me end up in the river. And uh, because you kind of slide in and park. uh, But the big truck came with the big uh, plow in the front. He came in and started sliding right at me. I thought, I'm going in. I'm going in the river. God, I shouldn't be here. Something's wrong. And, and he looked at me, and I looked at him, and he was thinking, I know, what is that stupid woman doing here by the river when it's 10 degrees and it's an ice rink? And I'm thinking, because God told me, don't be looking at me like that. And so he, I looked at him, and I go, you know, move back. And he goes, so I back up, and he keeps coming at me, and he's sliding. Well, anyway, I got down there, and God began to speak to me. And this, is, this was one of the things he said to me. Everybody say, all jammed, all jammed up. Well, the river was all jammed up. Could you put those pictures? I got it. I took, that was where I was sitting on um, 43. I don't know what you call that, Mark. What's that park? It's just a park. It's just a, it's just a place to park. But you're not going fishing today, because that's what it is. If There's a boat ramp. But there wasn't, you couldn't even see the river. And so I'm sitting there looking at that thinking, well, where's the river now down at both bridges? I checked it out. The water was flowing. Now you're wondering why I have time to do that. I just am curious because God's showing me stuff. And so I thought it's frozen there, but it's all right down there. Everybody says some changer, some chambers are flowing, but sometimes it gets all jammed up. And so then I got this other picture and, uh, That was right across from me, and it was was still jammed up. But a couple days later, I had Megan put this one up. See? Everybody say, the river's there. (laughs) The river's there. there. Um, What I immediately thought of when I was thinking of this uh, to share tonight was Frozen. Have any of you seen the movie Frozen? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got my little granddaughter here. She plays Elsa (laughs) down at All Fired Up, and she dresses like her. Can you put that picture up there? You you don't have it. I sent of Elsa. I sent you her in Elsa costume. You didn't get it. Oh, shucky dern. Okay, well, come up here, Annabelle. Uh, Do you have the song? Could you play the song? Oh yeah. This is my granddaughter, Annabelle, uh, and she uh, works at All Fired Up, and she dresses up and they have kid parties, and she plays Elsa. So I called her, I said, I need to know more about Frozen. And so when you see this movie, uh, she's going up this mountain, she she has this gift. Snow
2: glows white on the mountain tonight, not a footprint. To be
0: seen. Can you turn up just a little more? A kingdom of isolation. isolation. You hear and that? Isolation. Like I'm the queen. She's the queen. The
2: wind is howling like this swirling storm inside. Couldn't keep it in heaven knows i tried. We're
0: gonna watch just a little bit because I want to show something.
2: Don't let them in. Don't let them in.
0: is the way somebody's hearts look. Somebody's heart. okay you can stop so I said to Annabelle that is not a good song and my granddaughter not this one the little one sings it all the time and they think it's a good song now there's there's Annie and her friend they don't look quite like that in the natural though yeah you're not like this anyway Um, but, but children love to come to that party because they see Elsa and they see Anna. And so I said to her, what, what happens? I mean, I went to the movie with Anna, with Molly, but I thought, I thought it ended good. What happened? Because she was so, she was so, um, convinced she's the queen of isolation. And God said, this is what happens. This is what happens to people when they meditate and mutter the wrong things They build a fortress like that, but the only one in there is them. And they are isolated. But here's the end of the story, just so you don't know. Oh, okay. So where do I start? Okay, okay. So she runs off by herself, you know, she's isolated. And her sister's like, oh, my sister, I have to go save her. So she runs to save her, and she ends up freezing her heart. And she's like, get away, and ice shoots at her heart, and it freezes her. And so later, like she goes back home, and the only way to be unfrozen is with love. And so then she comes back and unfreezes her sister, and everyone's happy and thought out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she uses her power for yes, good. For good, yeah, for good. Okay. Just okay. For, like, yeah. But, but she unf- had to unfreeze her heart. Because yes. in her place of isolation, she froze somebody else's heart. Are you getting this? Okay, thank you, honey. Yeah, that's my granddaughter. She's so good. I called her and said, I'm going to need some help because I want to get it right. Because this is, this is what God began to show me. And he, he said to me, um, You poison the well, is what you do. And, uh, and, and when I'd look at that river, even though the river's under there, the ice is so thick, you, you can't see the river. Now, until it melts, just like in Frozen, but it was love that melted. Uh, her, the heart of her sister. uh, What's her name? Anna, Anna, Anna. And, and so uh, uh, God began to speak to me that um, if you let those places be frozen or you let those places be polluted, uh, then nothing is going to flow out that brings life. You have now closed off, you have isolated. And I, so when I saw the words to the song and really looked at it, she, she said, I'm the queen of isolation. You know we don't want to be the queen of isolation because God has called called us to flow through whatever it is. And um, what came to me was Psalm 19:14 says, "Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight." And uh, Proverbs 4:23 says, "Keep your heart with all diligence, because out of it flow the issues of life." And so I thought it was so. Um, and I'm sure Walt Disney productions, they weren't thinking about scriptures, but I thought it was so interesting that she froze her sister's heart because it says in Hebrews uh, chapter 12 that um, when we become hardened or we become uh, defiled, that's what it says in Matthew 15, we become defiled in our heart and it's not the things that, that we eat that defile us, but it, it's the things that we hold in our heart that eventually come out our mouth that defile us. Once we become defiled, we defile other people. That's what it says in Hebrews chapter 12, that it says, look carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness, everybody say bitterness, bitterness, bitterness springing up, cause trouble. And by this many become defiled. What God began to speak to me was, uh, you have, uh, my husband has said to me before you're like Martha and, uh, in situations I, I do get like Martha, you know, you might as well admit who you are, <laughs> turn to your neighbor and say, admit it. Um, you know, you can't fix anything you want to admit. And so my husband, I love to be at the feet of Jesus, but if, you know, sometimes I get busy serving and trying to help and do all these things and you become, you become in this place where you're so busy trying to fix everything and trying to do everything, you become burdened. You know, I thought my husband was going to pray for you and finish off the whole message before I even spoke it tonight when he prayed for you, but everybody say a burden. And the Lord said to me, you know, you, you get the well polluted, and this was just a, a, something that happened in my life. And he said, you don't, you don't even know it's polluted because you're constantly thinking that you're trying to fix it. Everybody say nonverbal communication. Non-verbal. People, people talk to themselves, they mutter, and they're talking to themselves, doing this role playing thing. And all they're doing is building this giant ice, ice castle that, that was, almost had a slip up there ice castle that <laughs> closes them in and closes them off. Everybody say, closes in. And closes off. But what it's doing is creating this very heavy burden. Very heavy burden. And, and a heavy burden will make you sick. It will make you sick. When I looked up that word burden, um, it says it, it causes pain, emotional pain, severe pain, grief, or regret. And so as you mutter those things over and over, thinking you're trying to fix it, you uh, you actually isolate yourself into a place where it becomes a very heavy burden. Everybody say burden. Now, uh, when God was showing me this, I said, okay, uh, so what do you do? And he said, let it go. And immediately I think. Let it go, let it go, you know. And then I find out that's not the right thing because you'll end up a nice castle. I got to go back to something else. But really, it it is a letting go. Everybody say, let go. Because the Lord said to me, there's so many things I want to let flow that can't go and flow till you let go. Are you getting this? Uh, I, I really felt to play Resurrection River today because it reminds me of what God told me. Sometimes God gives you things. God gave me the songs of that word to remind me of what he wants to do. It's also for other people, but mainly it was for me. It came to me when I was praying one day and God began to speak to me what he wanted to do. And this resurrection river, an instant transformation. He said, it can never happen if you get this burden. Everybody say a burden. And what a burden does, this is what the Holy Spirit told me. It makes you, um, it takes your strength and it makes you sick. You know, the scripture, um, it says in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, Come to me, all who are weak and heavy laden. You know what the word laden means? Burdened. Burdened. And uh, things you cannot fix will become a burden. But many times, just ask yourself right now, what am I thinking about all the time that I think needs to be fixed? (laughs) That me thinking about it all the time has been nothing now but a heavy burden that I'm carrying and I can't do anything about it. Except what you've done is brought yourself into a place of such isolation. And I learned this years ago that God couldn't even get to me. He said, you can harden your heart to the point where I can't even get in. Now, if if you begin to melt... If your heart begins to melt love melts a heart and the lord told me years ago I'm going to pour my love in you and i'm going to pour it in till till all of that flows out I'm going to push it out with love But you know when you begin to feel love you also begin to feel pain And that's why most people run away. Everybody say run away just like elsa did she ran away She ran away and she she isolated herself and that's what we do in our heart we may not do it in the natural. We may not run away. You know, how many of you have the privilege of just running away for a month? How many of you have ever felt like running away for a month? Or two? Or forever? <laughs> Whenever I have a, an urge to, to fly away, I call my brother in South Africa and say, I'm coming. And my sister-in-law always says, come on, I just call me from the airport. I okay i don't i will but um you know it's it's it there's every all of us have that flight you know fight or flight and and i'm not a fighter so i would tend to want to make a flight but what happens is that burden just gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it will make you sick the lord said to me have you heard of sick and tired and i thought yes And he said, that's what it does. It takes all your energy. So now I'm saying, okay, Lord, how do I let it go? Do any of you talk to God like this? Because God is good about telling you things. If you will accept the truth about yourself. Can I say that again? If you will accept the truth about yourself, not the other person. You know, because when God discusses fixing things, he never talks about fixing the other person. How many of you found that out? Oh, God, I can't do this. He says, yes, you can, because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Oh, well, I can as soon as you fix so-and-so. And he says, I'm going to fix you, because that's what he does. And, and so when he does this, we have to be willing to let him go in that place and take care of that. And this is what it says. Come unto me, all who are weak and heavy burdened. Um, a burden is something that is carried. That means it's with you all the time. Um, How many of you have ever had children that you just, you know, you just keep thinking about what they're doing? and, And you'd like to fix it. Do you know when you stay in that position too long, you will become burdened? Now, we're to help each other carry the burden, but we're not called to carry that load. And it says... Uh, it's a load, a duty, a responsibility, something oppressive or worrisome. To make someone hold or carry something heavy or accept or deal with something difficult. Some things you just can't deal with. I mean, you can't make them be okay. Turn to your neighbor and say, I can't make everything be okay. But God can. And so he, it, what he, be, he took me to Exodus uh, chapter 15, 22. And um, when the water gets bitter, he said, you can, you can take the leaves out. You know, you can um, ask forgiveness or you can forgive and you get the leaf out, but the water's already polluted. Uh, you know, you'll see that sometimes when we have a, a, a thing that sits on our back portion. The water runs through it in the summer and, you know, it just like a little waterfall. But if, it, if the leaves get in it or the grass from being mowed gets in there, we can scoop out the grass, but the water's still yucky. We have to get rid of the whole thing, all the water and everything. But I looked in the Bible. It said in Exodus 15 that uh, when the water was bitter for the children of Israel to drink, uh, God said just to Moses, just throw a tree in the water. And I said, okay, Lord, what's the tree? (laughs) He said the word and love. The word and love. First Peter 5, 7 says, humble yourself and cast your care. Cast your care. Um, second Corinthians, we talked on Sunday. If you want to get that CD, it would be good to get. It says, uh, cast down every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And the Lord began to say to me, he said, you cannot, what you're doing is you're living like it's happening now. And it happened way back there. But you're in your, in your heart, it's now because you've never really cast that burden. Everybody say burden. And so now it's so heavy. Then, he, then this is, was the last thing, you know. Um, we have a choice that we can make to cast or keep it. Uh, when God reveals what's the problem, we need to cast it. We need to, get, we need to let it go. Everybody say, let it go. Let it go. Um, I was thinking of, um, you know, those were healing waters. But God has given us healing hands to reach out to people to, to change their lives But we've got to be able to let the river flow to do that. And uh, the Samaritan woman, when she came to Jesus in John chapter four, and I'm going to close with this. She said, um, uh, he said, if you knew who uh, you asked for water, uh, you would you would ask me for water because what I have is living water. I'm paraphrasing right now because of time. But but what he was saying to the Samaritan woman, you know, the water you gave me. Is not the kind of water that I could give you. Everybody say living water. And then out of that, he began to say, uh, you know, he said to her, Where's your husband? And she said, Well, I don't have a husband. He said, You've said right, you have you this one isn't your husband and you've had several other relationships. She ended up going back and saying to everybody, Come and see. Everybody say, Come and see. This man could be the Christ. You know, when you begin to let the river flow, when you let that river of life flow, people will come and see. They want to know who did that. Who did that? How how did that happen? Uh, When you begin to talk about how God will talk to you and he will speak to you and and you can know things, you can know where you're going. You can know what's coming. You can live above and not, not beneath all your burden. You can live a life that's full. They're going to come and see. And what the Lord said to me was, she started a major revival, (laughs) all because Jesus said, if you would have asked me for a drink, you would have received living water. And then he began to tell her her life. What was that? The river was flowing from him into her. And when it flowed, she went back and a whole revival began. Because right after that is when Jesus says, the harvest is, is ready, but the laborers are you i want to be a laborer i don't want anything in my well that's stopping god from being able to flow how about you let's stand together tonight lord i pray for you, all of you tonight i really do I, I feel like god um wanted me to pray for all of you that um you know you've heard of the frozen chosen <laughs> unfortunately i believe that's a church in a lot of arenas because to me, as I read and study the Word of God, and I know when I'm, when I am, um, I guess you would call it on my game. How, how many of you know what that, you know, when I'm on my game, when, when I'm not letting that burden weigh me down, whatever that burden is. And burdens are easy to pick up because they come under a, a guise of I'm just, I just care. I, I just want to make it be all right. And, uh, and, and I don't know how to make it be all right. Just say this. I cannot make everything be all right, but I can be all right. Amen. I can't make everything be all right, but I can be all right. And in that place of being all right, that's where the river begins to flow. Let's bow our heads. Father, I thank you tonight for every person here. And I thank you that that uh, the Holy Spirit right now you're standing here and God's speaking to you. And he's, uh, he's He's meddling in your heart. And he's saying, you know, this message is for you. This message is for you. But it's, it's for your resurrection. It's a message for life. Not for condemnation, not for guilt, not for anything but life. And the Holy Spirit is here tonight to heal. And if that's you and you know it's you, I want you to come to the altar because I'm going to lay my hands on you and pray for you before you go tonight. Uh, you know this is for you. You know this is you. Just stretch your hands out here if you're out in the congregation. and God's going to do a work tonight. and We don't have to do anything because God will do it. We just... Need to give God this opportunity. Do you know that old song, Let the River Flow? Can you do it? Can you do it? Let the river. Lord, I thank you tonight for the river of God, for the healing power of Jesus. Thank you that's in this house. Yeah, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We just call for a release tonight, a release of that burden in Jesus' name release of that burden in Jesus name Just say Kate Kate Just do that. Love came down and rescued me. When name, you All the poison out in the name of Jesus. Out. In the name of Jesus, out. ba ba All of the poison. Out. In the name of Jesus. Out. In the name of Jesus. Come out. In the name of Jesus. From that well. No more. No more. No more. No more. No more. No more. We are throwing the love and the word in there. Into that well. Right now. In Jesus' name. it get Lift it off, lift it off, lift it off. Now I Who will take care of you? God will take care of you. He will take care of you. Shut that up, Let that burden go. You can't carry it. You can't carry it anymore,
1: You have to let God do it. Shut that up, shut that up, shut that up. is
0: You may be here tonight and you've never really given Jesus your heart and and your heart is cold and it's hard and it's hopeless. Tonight, if you just give your heart to Jesus, he will come in and he will heal you. He will heal you. Maybe you ran away and things happened and you just gave it up. But tonight, just make that choice to give it back to him. Maybe have been doing things you know you shouldn't do. You know, God can take care of that. It's that you just come back. You just come back. That's you tonight, and you need prayer. We're going to pray. If you don't know Jesus or you kind of let go of the rope, so to speak, but you want to grab a hold again, You wanna, you want to do what God has for you to do. If that's you, would you just lift your hand? I want to pray for you tonight. Don't want anybody leaving here. Not assured of where they're going to spend heaven. Yeah, over here. Let's just here. Let's just make this confession tonight. Can you come down here with me? I want to pray for you. Yeah, over here. You raised your hands. Come on. Let's all pray together. We're just going to say this and God's going to take care of it. Amen. Just say this. Jesus, thank you for dying for me. I made mistakes. But tonight, I choose to get on the right road. To do it your way, not my way. Heal my heart. Forgive my sin. Fill me. With your love and your peace, my desire is to follow you and not what I've been following. To hold on to you and not what I've been holding on to. In Jesus' name.
3: We hope this message encouraged you. Victor Christian Center is passionate about sharing the love, acceptance, and forgiveness of Jesus. Learn more about us at VictoryLafayette.org. If you don't know Jesus or maybe you've gotten distracted and stopped following Him, I'd like to pray for you right now. The most important decision you'll ever make involves accepting the love of Jesus and His gift of new life. I'd invite you to make this prayer your own and take this opportunity to begin to follow Jesus. God, I ask you to reveal yourself to me. I want to know you. I ask you to forgive the sin in my life that has kept me from enjoying a relationship with you. Give me a fresh start by changing my life and helping me to follow you from this point forward. I accept your love through Jesus and I commit to trust your plan for my life. It's in Jesus' name that I pray, amen. If you've prayed this prayer for the first time, please get in touch with us and let us know. To learn more about Victory or to contact us, visit us online at victorylafayette.org.